0: This is a podcast from the University of Manchester's Jodgel Bank Center for Astrophysics. For the full show and archives, visit Jodcast.net. In the news this month, the extreme magnetoionic environment associated with the source of the repeating fast radio burst, exposed subsurface ice sheets in the Martian mid-latitudes, and the first definitive interstellar detection of benzonitrile. So, first up in the news this month, things that go bump in the night. Well, by bump, I mean a transient radio pulse, and by night, I mean at any time and anywhere in the sky. First discovered in 2007, fast radio bursts, or FRBs, are bright radio pulses that last only a few milliseconds. The bursts are highly dispersed in frequency, implying that they are extragalactic in origin, but the exact circumstances of their origins remains uncertain. FRB 121102, possibly the most well-known FRB as it is the only one observed so far to repeat, has been the subject of a recent study published last month in Nature. Observations of this repeating FRB taken with the Arecibo and Greenbank radio telescopes were found to show almost 100% linearly polarised emission. The study looked at Faraday rotation of the polarised emission, which is the phenomenon describing the rotation of a polarised wave due to the presence of a magnetic field. Faraday rotation measures quantify this rotation of polarisation angle, and are indicative of the strength of magnetic fields and the electron density along the path of the emission. The rotation measures of the repeating FRB bursts were found to be of the order 10 to the 5 radians per metre squared. To put this into context, such large rotation measures have only previously been seen in the vicinities of massive black holes, ones with masses greater than 10,000 times that of the Sun, and indicate the presence of extremely strong magnetic fields. The observations by the two telescopes were taken of bursts six months apart, allowing for variability in the source to be examined. The dispersion measure, which quantifies the differing arrival times of the signal for different observation frequencies, was found not to change. This means that the electron density along the line of sight to the burst hasn't changed significantly. However, there was around a 10% difference in the rotation measures, and because changing electron density was able to be ruled out through the dispersion measure, this means that the magnetic field had changed. So not only is the environment around this FRB likely to be highly magnetised, it's also likely to be constantly evolving and changing. The fact that this source is also responsible for the shortest FRB burst seen so far implies that its source is small, astronomically speaking, at around 10 kilometers. This would be consistent with it being the size of a neutron star. The study concludes that the observations are consistent with the extreme magneto environment of a low-luminosity accreting massive black hole, with the burst originating from a neutron star within that environment. It could also be due to a young magnetar in a supernova remnant, or a pulsar wind nebula. With this discovery, we are hopefully one step closer to understanding these mysterious transient radio phenomena. I chatted to Danielli Michele, one of the lead authors of the paper, who summarised the main findings of the study. Fast radio bursts are one of the most interesting astronomical sources detected in the last uh, years. In this interview I will talk about uh, my recent publication on the only fast radio bars that repeats that permitted us to study the environment of the source for the first time. In this study, we studied for the first time the environment of a fast radio burst, finding surprising um, extreme conditions around the source. And you can hear more from Daniel in a longer interview that will appear in a later episode. Next up, we look a bit closer to home, within our own solar system in fact. A study published in the journal Science details observations by the high-resolution Imaging Science Experiment camera on NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter. Researchers found thick, exposed deposits of ice beneath Mars's surface in faces of eroding slopes at eight sites. These icy deposits of relatively pure water ice can give us insights into the history of the Martian climate, in addition to being more accessible to potential future exploratory missions to Mars. It has been known for some time that shallow ground ice existed on the surface of Mars, and that there are larger icy deposits at its poles. But these newly found thick underground sheets are different to what has been seen before, and offer a new insight into our planetary neighbour. And finally, also appearing in the journal Science, the detection of benzonitrile in the interstellar medium. For decades, astronomers have been puzzling over the existence of faintly glowing infrared light that is observed throughout the universe. It was thought that this glow was due to a class of molecules called polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, where here aromatic refers to the molecule's ring like shape. However, until now, there was no evidence that these molecules existed in space. The study used data from the Green Bank telescope to detect telltale signs of benzonitrile, a chemical precursor to polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons. Benzonitrile's unique structure gives it a distinct radio signature, which the astronomers found in observations of the Taurus Molecular Cloud, which is a star-forming nebula located about 430 light-years from Earth. This cold molecular cloud wouldn't be the first place you'd think to look for benzonitrile, however, as it is thought to form around hot, evolved stars. Its abundance was also four times that what would be expected from chemical models, so there is still much more to learn about these mysterious molecules. That's it for the news this month, back to the studio.